Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hey, friends, let's talk about today's topic, which is unglamorous power thoughts. I think this is going to be so useful to you if you are somebody who is doing thought work and who is you know, intentional about how intentional about the kind of thoughts you occupy your own brain with, which is a really, really good idea if you want to be better at marketing, if you want to be better at business, if you want to be a better coach. And I have found that really, truly, some of the very best, most useful, most powerful thoughts that you can think on purpose, that you can use as its own strategy to get better at business, like I often think of thoughts as being the strategy. Like when, when people say, Hey, Simone, what's your strategy for your business? I'm like, I believe this thought. That's my strategy, right? <laughs> so some of the most powerful ones are the least glamorous. And I think that we can often spend so much time and energy looking for thoughts that feel fancy, you know, beliefs that feel glamorous and special that we neglect the thoughts that are much more accessible, much more powerful. So I want to introduce this to you by sharing a post that a joyful marketing student has posted in our Facebook group. Our friend Lynn Peel Rogala, she posted the following in the Facebook group and I want you all to hear it. She said, Hey, guess what? Your new thought doesn't have to be cool, sexy, profound, or even more than barely accessible. About a year ago, I was tied in knots about how to offer free value because I believe Simone when she says that's good and how to scale my brand new business. I thought I was believing, quote, I work with the physical. I have to be able to touch people or at least send them something in the mail. There's no way I can do this. So just for reference, Lynn sells essential oils as part of her coaching. She blends coaching with oils. That's what she's talking about. Like I have to touch people, like they, I have to like be able to have them, you know, like physically have the oils in order to give value. Like that's what her brain was telling her at the time. And then, so let me continue reading from her post. She said, and guess what? Lo and behold, there was no way to do it. And I spun around until I changed the thought. I sit here today with my Instagram flooded with free value and so much more on tap that I know I can never get it all out and a new way of working with people over Zoom that is literally magic. Want to know the thought that got me here? There must be a way to do this. That's it. I started there as a thought that was accessible and worked on believing it. And then, well, what do you know? There was a way to do this. And... She included a selfie with this post and she says in that, um, in a PS, PS, if you're ever thinking, I need a picture to post with this content, then just pull out the phone you're about to post with and point it at your face. And that's what she did. And she posted a fun, silly selfie with this post as well. And I just thought this post was so good. And it just reminded me of how some of my most powerful thoughts have been the, the least sexy, least cool, least glamorous thoughts, least profound. For Lynn, she's she, her brain told her, I can't give free value. I don't even know what that means to give free value because I need to be able to do something physically with people. And she kept her mind open to the idea 
to the thought, there must be a way. There must be a way. My brain's telling me there's no way. And when I'm believing there's no way, there is no way. But when I'm believing there must be a way, my brain starts to look for options. My brain starts creating options. And that's where she is today. She is like so overflowing with value that she's giving people. And she has found brilliant ways to work with people that she would never have been open to before, right? So I said that many many of my own thoughts are the same. The biggest game-changing, money-unlocking, client-creating thoughts, we often think they have to sound like, oh, I'm an amazing coach. My clients get amazing results. I, My coaching is worth a gazillion dollars. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I am a thought leader. Like, a lot of us go to these grandiose, you know, super positive, (laughs) shiny, sexy, profound thoughts we think we need. I also think that that's what people want to know when I am asked. And one of the questions that I'm most frequently asked is what are the beliefs that got you to where you are? And I think when people ask me that, it's coming out of a curiosity that comes from the belief that there must have been very special, profound, sexy, glamorous beliefs that I had that that propelled me to success that I'm like keeping hidden from them. (laughs) Or they're like highly special and highly secret, right? But if I'm looking back, right, here are the thoughts that allowed me to do extraordinary things, right? To create extraordinary results, you have to, you have to take extraordinary action. And to take extraordinary, extraordinary action, you have to believe extraordinary thoughts. And here are my extraordinary thoughts that helped me the most. It was thoughts like, I'm not going to die if I do this, right? Like, I remember having this distinct thought. I held on to it for dear life the very first time I ever went live on Facebook. The ever, 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 very first time I ever went live on video with my face. You know, you would never believe it nowadays, but I used to be petrified of putting my face out there because I had all these asshole thoughts in my brain about how my face wasn't good enough and how it was, I was scared and anxious and awkward. And what if I mess up? And what if I say the wrong thing? What if people judge me? Right. So I was petrified. I remember the very first time I went live on Facebook, I was, my body was literally shaking. And I don't even remember what I talked about. Probably talked about like tapping or something. I don't know. And when I was done with my short live, my body was still shaking. And I remember distinctly having to like steady my body so it would stop shaking. That's how scared I was. And you know what thought got me through all of that? It was the thought, I'm not going to die. It's going to be horrible. (laughs) It's going to be really scary. And I'm not going to die. Right? And that same thought is what got me to go on live again, even though the first time was terrifying. And then I did it again and again and again. And about, and about the seventh or eighth live, I wasn't terrified anymore. It stopped being scary. And what turned me into, you know, the person who's super comfortable going on live, super comfortable, you know, making myself visible, super comfortable sharing It was all of the times that I just made myself walk through all the super scary, vulnerable experiences of showing up and sharing with the thought, I definitely feel like I'm going to die, but I'm not going to die if I do this. Just do this. We're not going to die. 
I literally specifically thought this thought often, like, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die. That is not a glamorous thought, you guys. That's not a sexy, profound thought. It is just a thought that works. Another thought, I'm wondering if you can hear the baby madness going on outside. (laughs) Okay. Also, another really powerful thought for me, also unsexy, is thoughts like, I'm willing to do this even if it feels bad, right? I think that so many of the times, the reason that we get stalled in business is because, and people do lots and lots of thought work, but in a non-constructive way where they're slowing themselves down because they are waiting to find thoughts that make all of business feel good, right? Like they're waiting until they feel like positive and pleasant and empowered and aligned before they go and do the things. But then where all the magic is, is when you go and do the things that make you feel terrible anyway, right? And you don't solve for feeling good. You solve for just getting it done, right? And so there's so many things where you have to do, for example, like Let's say you did something and you failed. And and by failure, I mean something didn't go the way you wanted, right? And you can't just like sit there and wallow in your sadness forever. You have to get up and be brave and try it again, right? That's the kind of thing like you might you might never get to a place where you feel amazing and empowered about trying it again. You might just feel like shit. And in those mo- and I've had countless moments of like that. And then in those moments I'm like the thought that he- that I held on to is I'm willing to do this even if it feels bad, right? I remember when I was learning how to have sales conversations for the first time, I felt just like death. It just felt so awkward. I hated every part of it because it was all new and it was all, it all felt like a crazy, scary experiment. And I wasn't sitting there doing belief work to try to make it feel awesome and empowering. I just thought, I'm just going to feel like ass and I'm going to try to do this anyway right? I'm going to keep going until this doesn't feel so bad. Oh, that's a really good power thought I had. I'm going to keep going until this stops feeling bad. This feels bad now and that's okay. I'm going to do it anyway until it stops feeling bad. Guys, these are the kind of thoughts that built my multi-million dollar business, right? Another similar thought is like, I'm still going to have my own back if this doesn't go the way I want to go. I think so many of my clients, so many of you, I bet, right, do thought work to try to believe that you will be successful. Like, I'm going to hit my goal. Like, it's already done. I believe that I can. Like, you know, this. I am worthy of this goal. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not that those thoughts are bad or not useful, right? If they're useful, by all means, run with them. But To me, I don't know, I don't always have the certainty that I'm going to succeed, and I don't always succeed. I often fail, right? So to me, there's no point to trying to sit there and believe and and try to believe that there's only success and positivity and beautiful emotions ahead of me in my path. That that just doesn't resonate because it just has never been true. But so instead, what's really useful is beliefs like, I'm still going to have my own back. I set a goal and ironically, the thought that makes it most likely for me to achieve the goal is not like, I am successful. I will achieve this. I am worthy. I am amazing. This goal is mine to have. Like, it's not those thoughts. It's more thoughts like, if I don't meet this goal, I'm still going to have my own back. 
if this blows up in my face, I'm still going to have my own back. I'm always going to be a friend to myself. I'm going to be nice to myself, even if I don't meet this goal. That doesn't mean that I'm resigned to not achieving my goal. It just means that I'm not going to kind of like use the goal to as a reason to be an asshole to myself, right? And that ironically makes me more courageous. It makes me more, makes it more likely for me to do things that would out, be outside of my comfort zone, knowing that I'm going to give this my everything. And if it still doesn't work the way I want to, I'm still going to have my own back, right? So it's, I thought those thoughts a lot, like I'm going to have my back no matter what. I'm just not going to give up. I'm going to do this even if it feels bad. It's okay that this feels bad. I'm not going to die if I do this. Oh, here's another one. So I have said before that maybe like five years ago, I made a pact with myself. I made a vow with myself that come rain or shine, hell or high water, I am going to send one email to my email list no matter fucking what. No matter what, unconditionally, no matter what happens, I was going to send one email a week. I don't even care what that email is, right? So I kind of made that pact with myself as a way to like, you know, signal to the universe, I'm ready to stop fucking around. I'm going for it. I'm going to be serious. And my commitment to my business was no matter what happens, I'm going to send one email a week. And, you know, it's been like literally five years of sending a weekly email. And on some weeks I've spent many, I have sent more than one email. And at this point, it's second nature. At this point, it is incredibly easy for me to send very high quality emails to people like once or more often than once a week. It's very easy because I've been practicing for five freaking years, right? But in the beginning, right? In the first one, two, even three years, you know what thought created that consistency for me? I think it's an extraordinary, come on, I think it's an extraordinary result, an extraordinary practice that I never missed a week in five years, right? And and for the f- first couple of years, I was making like no money. I think that's I. It's an incredible commitment that I had, and the thought that enabled it was like, it doesn't have to be good, it doesn't have to achieve any goal, except just be sent. Like that was my thought about the email, because. My brain would tell me, okay, it has to be good. It has to be impressive. It has to win you clients. It has to be beautiful. It has to be meaningful. It has to be profound. It has to be da 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 da. And I would, I often had to remind myself, nope, it doesn't need to be any of those things. It just has to be words that are sent. It just has to be sent. It just all, like if you have put words on the page and hit sent, that is the standard. That is the job that has to be done. My friends, that is not a sexy thought. That is not a profound thought. It's not a cool thought. It's not a glamorous thought. It's a thought that enabled me to show up and get it done. As a result of those thoughts, like all I have to do is hit send. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be profound. It doesn't have to be beautiful. My commitment is just sending something. And if it's, if it's so bad that everybody hates me and leaves my email list or whatever, I'm not going to die. Do you see how I'm weaving these thoughts together? <laughs> All of these thoughts created the extraordinary commitment of one email a week for years, right? So my friends, 
I want to ask you what your unglamorous power thought is going to be. I can abbreviate that to UPT. <laughs> unglamorous power thought. What's, what's yours going to be? What thought would you need to have in order to do the thing, even when it's not pleasant? What thought would you need to remind yourself of in order to make it more important that you show up to connect than for it to be perfect and beautiful and pleasant, right? Very often, the thought you're looking for to take you to the next level isn't going to be something that sounds amazing. It's not going to be something that sounds super inspiring. It's going to be more like, I'm not going to die if I don't do this. (laughs) Okay. So unglamorous power thoughts, they literally were the backbone of my multi-million dollar business. They are the ones that got me through the breakthrough each time. Because think about it, breakthrough always requires doing something unpleasant. If breakthrough was only involved what is pleasant and easy, everybody would get breakthroughs all the time. But that's not true. Breakthrough involves discomfort. It involves you having to allow and tolerate and feel some, you know, nasty ass emotions. <laughs> and don't try to pick the thoughts that, that are going to make those, you know, unpleasant emotions go away and, you know, transform them all into beautiful emotions. Instead, pick thoughts that build your resilience. Instead, pick thoughts that make you stronger and bigger than the emotion rather than erase that emotion and substitute it with something pretty, right? That resilience, that resourcefulness, that flexibility, that bigness, that is what's going to carry you through. Okay, so may you be powered with unglamorous power thoughts. I'll talk to you next week. Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time.